All right, everyone, welcome back to the another episode of the Bench Talk podcast. We know it's been a while. Dylan, how are we doing? I am doing good, Joseph. How about you? Um, you know, I've been better. Um, it is currently Sunday, January 3rd, about 8 o'clock. Bears got clobbered by the Packers two hours ago to end the season, end the regular season as they snuck into the back door of the playoffs. But that was that was, uh, was quite depressing. Um, uh, yeah, that's how my Sunday's been. Western City won this morning. That was fine, I guess. Yeah, as I said, it's pretty, pretty good. Uh, I mean, you haven't had a terrible Christmas break besides for maybe, I guess, the Badgers. Or not the Badgers, the Bears. Tough month to be a Badgers fan, too. Yeah, being a Badgers fan is, is, doing, is pretty nice right now, Joe. I'm not going to lie. Well, except for the football team. Tough finish to the year. Yeah, dude. Like, but, but Jake Ferguson is going to come back for his, his fifth year, his, you know, his extra year. Yeah, we and we apologize to the viewers. We were very off on our uh, Graham Mertz Dark Horse Heisman prediction. Turns out Illinois just sucks, and every QB in the conference can light them up. Yeah, well, you know, young young guy. Let's not say that it's never gonna happen, but I I feel like I I said this at one point too. The Badgers love to get hyped up over everybody, so this is pretty due for the course. Yeah, tough, you know. But the bad, 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 we'll move on to college. We move on to college basketball. College football's over now, except for the college football playoff final, which we can talk about later. But college basketball is going around. I'm a fan of the Illinois Fighting Line. You're a fan of the Badgers. Talk about your Badgers basketball this year. Uh, they're looking good. It's a little different than normal. Greg Gard is, you know, letting them run the ball, like run the court, I guess, a little bit. Like, I'm not saying we're – incredibly fast but we're not last in the nation in pace of game anymore so you know that is that is interesting we got our patented uh double big double big man system going down oh god me and my friends from high school have actually traced it back and we got into the mid 1990s and since the mid 1990s wisconsin has always had a pretty good big white center or forward like that's just that's like standard at this point that is wisconsin basketball in a nutshell but uh we got some good good looking freshmen johnny davis tyreek uh uh, not tyreek what's i can't remember his first name but trice uh the point guard is looking pretty dangerous and then once nate roivers decides to turn it on we're gonna be dangerous yeah you guys are always good. My fighting Illini off to a good start this year. High expectations as well. So should be some fun battles between the Illini and the Badgers in the Big Ten this year, as well as the Badgers and the Hawkeyes and the Illini and the Hawkeyes, as we know many of our viewers or listeners. I always say viewers. Bench moment right there. As many of our listeners are fans of the Iowa Hawkeyes, who apparently claim to be decent. I don't know. They're fine. I mean – I in the Big Ten because it's just like everybody's good in the Big Ten. Yeah, I will say Luca Garza. Luca Garza is a very good basketball player. Yeah, can't be. There's, I mean, Northwestern has now beaten what two of the top ranked teams? 
Yeah, Northwestern coming up, catching fire in the early part of the Big Ten season, adding another good team to the fray. And top twelve teams in the Big Ten. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a slog fest. Uh, we're gonna have to. I guess we'll have to figure it out, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, a lot of season left. A lot of season left. Who's who's your best player on the? Who would you say your best player on the Illini is? I would assume now. That's a name. I can't. <laughs> can't say that. And potential first round pick. He's in his third year, averaging like a twenty-one six and six. He's doing well. Yeah. Who who have they lost to? We lost uh we lost to number two Baylor, number eleven Missouri, and Rutgers. So it's been yeah, a cool. Rutgers is looking pretty good right now too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, for uh you viewers, I know you've been God, listeners, damn it. For you listeners, I know you've been clamoring we are going to have our first guest on today. He was supposed to be on right now, but he's a little late and when we introduce him, for those of you who know him, it'll make sense that he's late. Um, but anyway, we'll get into our bench moments of the week. I didn't really prepare any bench moments because I was so nervous about the Bears game today. And then I was so distraught over how the Bears game went today. Um, what is up? Sal, we are live right now. So you are a live show. Live? Oh my God. So, so listeners, this is our first guest. Former Central College men's soccer goalkeeper Salvador Salvador Salada Herrera <laughs> transferred from Central. So Sal, how's, how's the Great White North of Minnesota these days? Fucking cold, honestly. That's really all it is right now. And then I don't know, man. It's just it's boring all Minnesota. Yeah. They do call Minnesota the Aldi brand of uh, Canada. So. They did not say that. I've never heard that before. Oh, well, well you're gonna start now once our once our listeners start spreading it. Yeah. Our our ones and tens of listeners. Yo, yo, yo! Come on, keep professional. Let's mute the phone. Bro, I didn't know we were live yet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, let me turn this off. Until Come on, man. All right, we're Ooh. good. Breaking news: You've heard it first from the Bench Talk podcast. Adam Gase has officially been let go. After going down to 23. Bruh, Adam Gaze. What a coach. He, I, honestly, who was, who was he with before? Was he with Miami before? Yeah, with Miami. And does Miami now have New York's old coach? Uh, I don't know who the coach Miami right. is. Yeah, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Brian Flores is a great coach. Well, yeah, they're going to be – dude, they have the third pick because of all those trades they did with Houston. Yeah, and I think they got a couple picks from uh, Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. To make like, the trade. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be – like, this is – if they're going to be become anything, this is the year that it's going to come from. You think you think two is the, you think two is the truth? Ooh, good question. I don't know. I, didn't, I mean, you, it's hard to judge – it's hard to judge a – uh, quarterback in their first year because, like, if you think about how many, how many quarterbacks have looked like they're going to be legit after the first year and then just never taken off. I Watson, I guess that's the last one I can think of. And then you know, also some quarterbacks struggle in the first year and then pick it up. Or he also only played. He didn't. They didn't even start him the first week. He sat on the bench for five or six games, so he hasn't really played a full season yet. 
Yeah, I think I think and they did go ten and six. So it's true. It's true. Half of the games were won by you know Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. on the bench. I'm I'm gonna say it here now. I I think Tua is the truth, as you say. Uh, he dude's got talent. He's he's kind of mobile. He's left-handed, man. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And yeah, I think he's got talent. You know, he's he's young. He really only played the season and a half of full a full season and a half of college football, so he's still gaining some experience. But I think the talent's there, and I think to a to a future Pro Bowler. Wow, that's my that's my. Uh, I'm not saying next year, but you know, to a future Pro Bowl before his time is done. I think he's the truth. That's crazy. I mean, if you think about it, he also wasn't even healthy until like season. He he was repairing his knee. So that's true. He did come in and injured. Forget about that. Yeah. Yep. I got a question for you. What's up? What's up? Let me hear him. What so I I am from the Green Bay area originally, so all of my friends are Packer players, and they yeah. hate they're Packer players. players. <laughs> all your friends are Packer players. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the the rec team. Yeah, have you not heard of the the Freedom Irish uh, youth sports team called the Packers? Uh, that must have slipped my mind. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, their their old Peewee team, so we still call them the Packers. Um, okay. Anyway. Anyways, anyways, they hate Marquez Valdez scaling. I'm just oh. wondering what your opinion on the the tall speedster is. Man, you know, I think last year I definitely didn't want him to come back, but we let go of Geronimo. Which I mean, honestly, like they were they were both like just just so spotty, you know. So I, I think right now, I think Valdez Scali, I don't see him being on the team next year. I think mean, they'll give him one more shot, but if he if he just underperforms during the playoffs, I think it's time for him to go. I mean, Alan Lazard's developing nicely, which I love. Iowa State player right there. Forget about that. But no, I think Valdez Scaling is he he's okay. He he has his good moments, but he also has bad moments. He reminds me of like a like a Deontay Johnson kind of player. Yeah, really should have had two touchdowns today. Dude, but... that shit. He ruined Aaron Rodgers' perfect game, bro. <laughs> that was – hey, Joey, did you know that was Aaron Rodgers' first incompletion? <laughs> yes, though, I was aware. I guess – All right, I just wanted to make sure you do that. Basically, basically the reason we're bringing Sal onto this podcast is because he's a big Packers fan, and I'm a big Bears fan, and – the Bears, What's up, Happy? What's up? Bears have been the Packers' bitch since about 2007, which coincides with when I, you know, around the time I first, you know, seriously started the Bears. So Aaron Rodgers haunts my nightmares consistently. <laughs> um, Packers, uh, once in the last eight games we played them, we're nearly in a must-win situation today. Coaching staff let us down. The Bears coaching staff needs to be fucking fired. Um so anyway, yeah, Packers, if you didn't see today, the Packers beat the Bears 35-16. to The game was closer than the final score, I would say. Yeah. And Rodgers lit her ass up, as he usually does. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, it hurts, man. Your MVP? It hurts. He is. He's my MVP. Yeah, how do you – how do you – you got to give some credit to, to the other – their players, I think, that are doing super well. Like Josh Allen, oh, yeah. 
in my opinion, is not that far behind the season that Aaron Rodgers has had. Uh, let's let's calm down there, Dill. Let's calm down there. Let's calm down there. What are you talking about? Rodgers and Mahomes are in a league of their own this year, all right? Let's, let's... No, they're not. They Josh are. Allen, Josh Allen, Josh is, Allen really is a very good quarterback. Josh Allen is a very good quarterback, okay? I agree. We're talking A versus A minus here, all right? We, you got your A quarterbacks, Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, and then you got your A minuses, you know, your Josh Allens, um, oh. your Joe Burrows. Uh, put Joe, Joe Burrow in the okay. A minus already? What? You put Joe Burrow in the A minus category already? Yeah, I love Joe Burrow. I do too, <laughs> No, yeah. no. I don't think he's there yet. You're, you're, okay, fine. You're, you're Josh Allen. You're Deshaun Watson. I put Dak in the A minus. You're Dax. That's your A minus category. We'll take out Joe. But you're, you're, you're Josh Allen. You're Deshaun Watson. You're Dak Prescott. And Deshaun Watson honestly floats between the two. It's just the Texans suck this year. Bro, the Texans are so ass. Dude, Bill O'Brien does not deserve another coaching job. I swear to God, if someone hires him. Oh, he will. I mean, look at the Packers. They hired Mike McCarthy. Bro, they hired Frank. Oh, that was the Cowboys. Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy. <laughs> How do you feel, Dylan? Like, you know, just not making the playoffs. Well, yeah. you know, it's always depressing when you don't make the playoffs. But at the same point, we needed the draft pick. Like, we needed a good draft pick. We need some serious revamping of the defense. I mean, it does suck to make not make the playoffs. I was I was a little more accepting of it when I didn't think we even had a chance. But when we had a chance, I still wanted to make it. So. Yeah, it, that's when it hurts, you know. And for those of you who didn't see the Cowboys-Giants game today, the Cowboys needed a win, and they need some help. They would have needed some help from the Washington football team. But the Cowboys were driving down late in the game. You know, Andy Dalton leading his team to a potential playoff berth. They throw an interception in the end zone. So the Giants get the ball back with like a minute and a half left. Cowboys got a couple timeouts. And – the Giants are running the ball. The Cowboys force a fumble and then do not recover it, and that is heartbreak for your Dallas Cowboys. No, no. Okay, they recovered it. It was ruled not a fumble. Dude, it was a terrible <laughs> call. And then before that, they counted a completion, which was clearly hit the ground, and Mike McCarthy was too chicken shit to throw his challenge flag, which I don't know why he wasn't, because we need to win the goddamn game. Bro. Mike McCarthy and the Packers would throw the challenge flag almost every game. So I, yeah, I was, well, you know he never did as a cowboy. Oh, all right, Dill, 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 Dill. I love you. You're a dear, dear friend. But <laughs> the, the Giants running back recovered that football. No, he did it. The people he on came the, out. He came out with it. He went down with it and he came no, out with you it. From your seat, you from your seat are going to tell me that you knew more than the official that was near the pile? Yeah. Yeah, I had camera <laughs> angles. <laughs> No, they both pointed. They both pointed down. There was, a, there, was, there was an official that pointed the other way, though, and the replay confirmed it, Dale. No, no, the replay confirmed that it wasn't a fumble. <laughs> Damn, this is tough. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a very heated bench talk podcast. For those of you who are wondering for me why I'm so mellow, I'm just numb to the Bears' pain. I, I'm used to it. I'm, I expect it. Aaron Rodgers. The, the Chicago Bears with a vengeance and a fist of fury, and it hurts, but it's expected. So, Dale, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it happened to you the way it did. Yeah. Hey, you're still in the playoffs, at least. I'm just – Dude, yay. 
cool. We're going to get our shit rocked by the Saints in New Orleans. <laughs> Excited. Hey, there's a chance. There's a chance. Hey, you Sorry. never know. I thought that with uh, Eli Manning, but he won a Super Bowl as the twice. Twice. That's because he's, he's a playoff gamer, man. Uh, Eli. Yeah, a little bit of luck, too, in there. Look, Eli Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, you want to talk about a coach that needs to be fired. We are fourth and goal at the two-yard line. Fourth and goal at the two-yard line, and we kick a field goal. You don't you don't, you don't kick a field goal against Aaron Rodgers when your defense can't get a stop. All right? Sure. And then we're driving. It's, uh, it's 21-16, middle of the fourth quarter. We're like fourth and inches on like the 30-yard line. It's potential if we convert that fourth down, we can go score a touchdown. We had the momentum. Even Sal could admit we had the momentum for part of that third quarter and fourth quarter. And we run a, a pick-pass play when we could have snuck it three inches for a first down. Jimmy Graham doesn't even pick Allen Robinson's quarterback, and we turn it over. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There was a that fourth. I remember that. I remember that play because of the prior fourth and two. There was there was a false start. They didn't call that shit. All right, wait, oh my god, it. the Packers actually didn't get a call for once. Aaron Rodgers gets every call. Snaps the that's, ball. That's BS. That's so BS. Snaps the clock when the play clock has expired four different damn times. But we're gonna be a Packers fan. Oh my god, we didn't get a call one time. Well, in the club, Marty. Um, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just um, you know what, Joey? I'm very sorry that Aaron Rodgers is very good. Like, yeah, I got. Oh my. Uh, I'm sure you both have seen that stat. I don't know the exact number, but the Bears have had, you know, like, like 15 to 20 something different starting QBs in the time that the Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. What? More than that. Yeah, it's probably more than that, honestly. Really? I can only. Maybe. I, I don't know much too much about the Brett Favre era, era, era really. It lasted a while. It was a long time, trust me. So, anyway, this this leads me to my question. Sal, we didn't really have a big, you know, much of a plan. We're just going to, you know, this is this podcast. It's, there's a loose, you know, structure sometimes, but. Yeah, no, let's do it. You too. Joe, I came up with a question on my own because I was thinking about this today. Who is a sports player in your guys' lifetime on an opposing team that you absolutely just hate because they destroy your team? It can be any sport. Yeah, that's a good question. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, by, by far, Aaron Rodgers has caused me so much pain. As, as a Cowboys fan? Every time. It's, if, it, if the Cowboys play the Packers, and it's a, either – we I don't even know if we've won. We never win. I swear to God when we play Aaron Rodgers. I do remember three or four years ago when you guys were the one or two seed and they blew you out in the divisional at uh, uh, your stadium at in Dallas. Yeah, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. No, they didn't blow us out. It's like 45 to 27. Well, then you're thinking of a different game. I'm thinking of the one where Aaron Rodgers goes down the field, throws it to Jared Cook for like his maybe like 10th reception of the year. Toe drags inbounds and Mason Crosby kicks like the longest field goal I think he had of the whole season. It's all the way out of bounds. It's not even going to go in, and all of a sudden just hooks in randomly right at the end for them to win the game. I do remember that one. Dude, I remember I almost cried that game. And then, and then literally the next week, what does Mason Crosby do? Goes up and shanks a 25 yarder. It wasn't even close. What year was this? This was, would have been. Three, 20, two years ago? 2016. It was my freshman year of college. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a player, but I can think of a time when Brett Favre was on the Vikings, and he would destroy the fucking Packers. I remember yeah. he had a game where he had like three or four touchdowns, and I think we needed to win that game to stay on top, and he just destroys the Packers. I'm, I can only think of that. But in the Premier League, uh, one player that I just you know absolutely hate that how good he is is uh, Kuna. Uh, Sergio Aguero on Man City when he plays Manchester United. He just God, you're a United fan. We've been yeah. through this, Joey. We've been through this. Oh God. Uh, yeah, Sergio Aguero, <laughs> incredible footballer. We've we've we have talked about that on a previous pod. Sergio Aguero, potential guest on the Ben Shark podcast. Oh but, yeah, we'll make it happen. As well as uh, Sarah Fuller. Yeah, but, the kicker, right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I don't understand what, what everyone was so angry about. I thought it was cool. Because, you know, men, men are, it challenges the masculinity. Oh, you know, I'm a man. A woman shouldn't be playing my sport, even though I'm a fat piece of shit sitting behind a keyboard. You know what type of men are the, like that says that kind of things? Dudes men in who vote for sunglasses. Trump. Nah, dudes in Oakley sunglasses and uh, a fucking baseball cap. Those are the guys that get free. Guys who, who think Jordan Belfort's the good guy in the Wolf of Wall Street and, and you know, want to be Elon Musk. It's those type of men. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate it is. Guys who think the election results were fake, you know. That's... <laughs> um, uh... Every time Joey gets talking about the Bears, he gets political. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm really pissed off. But Dude. It, the one for me, yeah, there's two. The first one, the one that used to be for me was LeBron, because I'm a big Bulls fan, when he played for the Heat and then the Cavs. Mm. Just beat us in the playoffs three different times, including Derrick Rose's MVP season in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then the Bulls were up 2-1 to one in the Eastern Conference Semis in the last year they made the playoffs with Derrick Rose, and LeBron proceeded to hit a game winner, and then they went on and won the series before losing in the NBA Finals. So it was LeBron, but Aaron Rodgers has surpassed him. One of my most vivid early memories as a Bears fan was in 2013, when in the last game of the season we had to beat the Green Bay Packers to go to the playoffs, and we had the Packers stalled with like 40 seconds left at the 50-yard line, and for some reason we went with a cover zero blitz, and Aaron Rodgers threw like a 45-yard touchdown over our safety's head to knock us out of the playoff contention. And then, you know, this year he throws for like nine touchdowns in two games against us, has a passer rating of probably like 130. Even when he throws bad passes that we should pick off, they just slip through our hands because he he lubes them up with anti-bear grease. Um, (laughs) Aaron Rodgers just haunts my dreams on an unimaginable level. And I wish Dick Buckus still played for the Bears so he could absolutely just level him into the dirt. Okay, question for you, Joey. Do you okay. think Colomax could ask for a trade? No. I think I think he might. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with our management this offseason anyway. So, so it, do you think the Packers are stupid... going to get, so get J.J. Watt? I don't know if we have the cap room for him. Because I think he's like, what, 20-something mil? That's a lot. Well, I mean, if he's willing to, you know, renegotiate a contract to win, I mean, shoot, bring him, bring him down, you know, because we could use the help in the run, on the run, run defense. That shit yeah. is atrocious. Holy shit! 
I did feel like the Bears, I mean, we are the time of possession, we were on the field for so, at one point in the first quarter, we'd been on the field for 10 more minutes than you guys. And, now, the third quarter, you guys killed us. I'll, I'll, yeah. If, that was, was making me nervous. If there's one thing that's going to hurt this Packers team is they can't, they really can't stop the run. Yeah. So we got Secondary is great, though. Who would the Packers play if whoever wins, what, the seventh and the no, NFL reseeds after every round, so they'll play the lowest remaining seed. So it could be I mean, I don't know. Right. could theoretically be the Washington football team. They're not even good. It'll pro- actually it'll be the Buccaneers probably. Yeah, we need, I need that Avengers game. They kicked us in the mouth when we played them. Yeah, Chicago is one of the, one of the few teams to take it to Tom Brady this year. The one one season basically. I don't know. Tom Brady makes me nervous. Like, I have him in fantasy football. And some games he just looks atrocious. And there's other games yeah. he just looks like an absolute animal. He can't. I don't even know how that works. Playoff Brady, though. Playoff Brady. Playoff Brady. You know? I mean, so, Playoff yeah. Brady also lost to Eli. Playoff Eli. So, I mean. Hey, playoff Eli is the greatest quarterback in the NFL. I mean. <laughs> has he? How many games has he lost in the playoffs? Is it like three or two? Uh, it's it's a few, but I'm pretty sure the only games he's won in the playoffs were the two Super Bowl years. Yeah, I think I think that's literally their only run. His only run. But anyway, so in summary, sucks to be a Bears fan. Sucks to be a Cowboys fan. Great to be a Packer. True. Great yeah. to be a Packer. Dale, right. you got a got a question of the week? Oh, I was gonna. Well, I had a, just a question for Sal since he's one, of, or I guess both of you, since you guys are still in the in the running. Where do you see this year ending for your teams? Because mine, mine has ended. Now we're just looking for the next year. You want to go, Joey? <laughs> I see my team's season ending is in overtime at the Superdome on a New Orleans Saints field goal. Because that's how Bears fandom typically goes. I, I think we'll be down three with two minutes left. We'll get the ball back. Mitch Trubisky will will drive us down the field. We'll, we'll our Cairo Santos will hit a forty five yard field goal to tie the game, and we'll lose in overtime on a field goal. That's where I see my team season ending because that's how Bears heartbreak goes. You know, they really win, they bring it close, and then they shatter your heart. Yeah, that that's tough. That's tough. You know, I actually do see the Packers going all the way. I'm a little nervous if they do play the Chiefs. In the Super Bowl, that's literally the only only. You think the Cowboys? You think the Packers are winning the Super Bowl? I think so. It's it's. it's I think Aaron Rodgers is tired of the slander. He's tired of it. He's tired of the slander, man. Here's the problem, man. Here's what was the problem? Patrick Mahomes is still healthy and playing. Yeah, that's what I said. I said I'm very nervous to play the Chiefs in the, in the Super Bowl. So. Dude, hey, a lot of people are saying the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs and get it's going to be a Bills uh, Packers Super Bowl. Did Josh Allen play good in the last playoff game that he had? I really don't remember. I don't. Last remember. year, no, he was all. Last year, he he was all over the place, but he's a different player, so I don't think he can really. I don't know. We'll we'll see. He we'll see. We'll see. I I mean. The only game that the Packers really have to be worried about if they play in the NFC Championship is probably the uh, the Bucks, but I don't know how this I don't know how the seeding works, so I'm not even sure who they play. But no, nah, the Packers going to win are going to win the Super Bowl. 
Aaron Rodgers solidifies the GOAT or the best quarterback of all time, but not the best, you know, player. Best quarterback of all time? Yes, dude. It's not even like Holy crap. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with let, that let, let me let me throw a few names out here for you. All right. Let me let me let me all right. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Did you say Tom Brady? Okay, for starters, Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach. Wait, you say, bro, have you ever watched any of these guys throw the ball? Patrick Mahomes. All right. You... Peyton Manning. Okay, that one might be a good one. Eli, no. Um. No, you get that <laughs> slander out of your mouth. That's slander. You put Eli, I mean, Eli did beat the Packers to win the Super Bowl, so. Look, he's up there, man, but. I'm sorry. You can't I, – I hate Tom Brady as much as the next guy. I mean, I hate Tom Brady almost as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers. Look, the man has won six Super Bowls, and if you look at some of the numbers he put up before his arms started dying, I mean, he actually was a regular season gamer for a lot of those years too. It wasn't just the playoffs. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and it's not even close. Dale, what are your thoughts on this? You're, you're neutral here. Uh, I would I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers is the best the ball. I wouldn't say he's not. I would say there's a couple better, but I think he's definitely in the category of like most talented. Most yeah, talented, the most talent, probably the most talented passer of the ball I'll ever see. But he just like I mean, at the same point, like rings speak numbers, so he'll only have two at this point. Like, hey, you can go for three. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe when he leaves the Packers because he's frustrated about Jordan Love. But how mad would you, all right, Joey? How mad would you be if Jordan Love is just just as good as Aaron Rodgers? Oh, don't worry. I've thought about this a lot. It scares the shit out of me. I'll be so like I'm not a big. I wasn't big on Jordan Love, but who knows? Look, man, I was big on Jordan Love. That's what I'm saying. I'm like he played against what mediocre, deep, you know, football teams. I'm just. Not Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. Aaron, yeah, I'm just I don't know. I, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stay positive on Jordan Love. I feel like I feel like Aaron Rodgers is a better like teammate than you know Brett Favre was when Aaron Rodgers was you know oh, no rookie way. and whatnot. Aaron Rodgers is the worst teammate of all time. Who? Yeah. Is he? I don't know. I don't hear much luck. I think he's to the people he likes. He's He's, yeah, think, he's probably not like the greatest teammate ever, but he's also so talented he gets away with it. Yeah, it's usually what happens when you're a goal. All right, so my question of the week. What's up? It, I haven't watched the uh, – I don't know if you guys watched Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, before, but we forgot Dylan's question of the week this week, sponsored by Sadness, of which we are both feeling. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my question of the week is, if you are the Jacksonville Jaguars, who do you take? Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and where do you think the next, the second guy gets picked? Who do you think picks him? It's tough. That is tough. Do you have any thoughts, Dale? I got to think about this. Well, I would say, in my opinion, I think Jacksonville would go probably with Trevor Lawrence. Just because he is, he's got like all 
really the natural talent. And I think it's more likely that his skill set translates to the NFL more than Justin Fields, which isn't really – I mean, mobile quarterbacks are, like, a big thing right now. But Trevor Lawrence isn't exactly, like – a. it's not like he's Alex Smith where he's got to stay in the pocket. Like, he can move. Um, talking about post leg break, Alex Smith, right? Well, yeah, even well, even like early or Aaron Rodgers, for example. Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily isn't like super mobile, but when he has to move, he can. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence I, is definitely capable of like if the pocket breaks down, using his legs to extend the play. Justin Fields, in my opinion, would be more like a Lamar Jackson uh, type mm-hmm. player, which we I guess we really just don't. I don't know how much longer Lamar Jackson's going to stay because really the only running quarterback I can think of that's having long-term success is Michael Vick. What about Russell Wilson? Yeah, Russell Wilson, I guess, too. But even Russell Wilson is like more of a pass first. He has, yeah, he has transitioned into pass heavy the past few years. And obviously like a a Cam Newton had a lot of success, but his career was pretty shortened because he ran so much probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did not play well. So, so your deal, your pick is Lawrence won. Yeah, I would go Lawrence one. I think. Well, I guess I don't know the order, but I would assume the Jets are still number two. And I yeah, think I I have it in front of me. The top five is Jacksonville, New Orleans, or New York, the Falcons, the Texans, the Bengals, and the Eagles in some sort of that order. Oh, dude, I I feel like maybe Atlanta would take him if he's still around when they get to pick. That wouldn't be a bad pick either. Yeah. So I'm going to try and I'm going to say I think Lawrence goes number one just because, like, he's got the build. He's tall. He's got the arm, and he can extend plays. But I think Fields goes number two because I, I, as a Big Ten, as a follower of the Big Ten, and because I hate Dabo, I watched the whole uh, semifinal, and I, I think Justin Fields, I think he has a lot more arm talent than people give him credit for. And I, I think he's got a pretty bright future. And also, I think Sam Darnold is probably on the outs. Just, I don't know, new coaching staff will want to pick their own guy. I, I think it's one, two. I don't know a ton about these teams, though, so we could be way off. It could be one and then eight, for all we know. But yeah. I say one, two. I mean, these guys seem like can't-miss talents, kind of like Burrow and Tua, you know. I, I think these guys are can't-miss talents. Yeah. I think – for me, I think I like I've been following Trevor Lawrence since high school, so I definitely think he's gonna go number one. He's just so good. He's not. I don't think he's good as Burrow, but I think what you got there is probably Trevor Lawrence, and then maybe Justin Fields. But honestly, I could see. So I have like this wild like thought that the Jets might actually maybe pursue Carson Wentz because Wentz wants to leave. I mean, you know, obviously, but. Yeah. It's 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 crazy to think about it, but it could work. Wentz goes to the Jets. They do some wild trade. I don't know what goes on, but but if they don't do it, probably Justin Fields. Uh, they need him. But my favorite player from the draft this year is actually Devontae Davis. It was it Devontae? What's his name? Devontae Smith. Sims. Uh, Sims. Is it Sims or Smith? Uh, are we talking about the Alabama wide receiver? Yeah, that man's a dog. He's oh so, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's so he's good. Something man. If the if he can, I don't know, I don't know if he will fall, but he might be drafted up. But his perfect spot would probably be at the Giants or Falcons if they can, if they're if they're just feeling, you know, they need, a, they need so, another damn receiver. 
I mean, Falcons, Texans, Bengals, Eagles, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, all Wait, teams. Falcons are three? Uh, uh, they're three through six. I don't know how the tiebreakers work. Oh. Since – or no, they're either three or four because it's just them in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see Devontae Smith going three or four then. But then there's this uh, – I think that I heard there's this, like, really good offensive lineman from, like, Oregon or something like that. Yeah. I think oh. like, a freak, so. Oh, lineman go high. Yeah, this is – I mean, that's, like, kind of the hard thing for the average fan of college football, I guess. Like us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know I'm what makes an offensive lineman good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what top offensive lineman Alabama's got at left tackle this year, you know? Yeah. No, but all I see is, like, when I hear, like, some dude that's built like a freak, like, six, seven, three hundred pounds, benches, like, you know, crazy amount. They're like, yeah, he's probably going to go in the top five. Yeah. Kind of like the Hermie Tunsil kind of player, where that dude's just built so – you just build like a monster, and he goes high. So I've, I've heard – that's the only thing I've heard. Yeah. I'm a low-average college football fan. I mean, they don't many teams. Bro, I don't even keep up with, like, Minnesota or, like, anything like that. I don't yeah, even keep up with Minnesota. Yeah, P.J. Flex is bomb. Bro, I don't understand why – I don't understand, like – Stupid boat. I hope that – I hope that boat. Five mil. That's a lot. I, I, hope he, I hope he rows that boat off a waterfall. Which Big Ten coach wanted the college football to resume? Oh, that was Nebraska, bro. And they fucking suck. What's up with that? Well, they're not a good. They're not necessarily great. <laughs> I saw the funniest meme about Nebraska football. They said they're still living in the 1980s. Well, yeah, they are. They, they are. They living in the good years. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. We don't have any Nebraska fans that listen to this podcast, but they would be fun to trash. So I just trash on Iowa fans instead. Yeah. Anyway, you guys keep up with basketball. Yeah, we actually talked about it before you came on. Really? Mm-hmm. Who, who do you actually think? Okay, so talking about the draft picks, you know, Lamelo, Anthony Edwards, and uh, was it James Wiseman? Yeah. Do you think Anthony Edwards should have been the first pick overall? Uh, dude, yeah, I, yeah. Like, basketball is another sport where I struggle to figure out who's the top pick because it's, again, all about, like, potential and not necessarily production. So, I just don't understand. Like, like Luka Garza, in reality, is going to be lucky if he even probably gets drafted. Cause That's he's an just, Iowa guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's an Iowa guy. But I think he'll be lucky if he even gets drafted in the lottery just because – He'll be lucky to get drafted. Yeah, like he's a yeah he's a great college player. But at the same point, like his position holds little to zero value in the modern NBA. You know who he reminds me of? I don't know why, but I remember Frank Kaminsky. The yeah, oh, Frank Kaminsky was such a better player. Simon, not even comparable. <laughs> Luka, Garza is, Luka Garza is like uh is like a Ford F one fifty. And Frank Kaminsky was like driving a Ferrari. All right, dude. Like, oh man, that's hilarious. So yeah, I follow a bit closer than Dylan with respect to college basketball, and I think I think there's a world in which Wiseman ends up being the best player in the draft. Thinking, but I think given fit, Edwards was probably the right choice for the Timberwolves, 
just because LaMelo is so unknown and is still so unknown. And Wiseman wouldn't have fit with Cat, obviously. So I, I think Anthony Edwards gets a bad rap because of those stories about him, like, not supposedly loving basketball. The dude's built like a prototypical basketball player. True. And he's, I mean, he's averaging 15 a game this year as the third option, shooting 50% from two, 32, 31% from three, which isn't bad. I mean, there's a lot of potential with Anthony Edwards. And, you know, being a Timberwolves fan. It's not like the Timberwolves are good anyway, so. It's, bro, like, don't even get me started. Like, the Timberwolves just suck at drafting. The only thing that's ever been good about the Timberwolves is when they draft a cat, and, you know, that's already being wasted. Yeah, don't oh, God. Wiggins sucks. Well, I'll tell you what, Sal. I hope Anthony Edwards is the real deal because he's on my fantasy basketball team. So, <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? Fantasy basketball, I did it for one year. Could not, could not keep up. I, re- I really got no idea. We, we pick one game per week for your players. <laughs> really? It's, it's so hard. I have no idea. The matches are insanely difficult to predict. Yeah. Like, the, the regular season's so variable. Well, like, Jimmy Butler got seven points. I literally have, like, he got two points, two, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals. Like, was that, was that the game he got hurt? Must have been because, yeah, he only shot, like, six times. Yeah. Damn. Okay, okay so, since I got you guys here, you know, I, mean, I used to be a Central College – all-conference goalkeeper. Of course you said that. <laughs> yeah, both of you. Shut up, Joey. So would you if we were. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Dill, I never – Dill, I, I, Sal also never won the bench. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost did. Almost did. Okay, so, anyway. Almost did. What's your question? How, how did it feel when you guys won the conference? Oh, dude, so cool. And all was... you leaving. That's all it took. It took a couple of shift for sure. Uh, I love those seniors, but the, the when I say seniors, I mean the class ahead of Dylan. I love those guys, but there is a lot of fracture on that team. So, and I think that when it was Dylan's senior year, there was just a lot of closeness on our team. So that that helped things. That's but, Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it had to be. I was so excited for you guys. Yeah, it was. That was, that was a fun night, Bill. <laughs> that was a fun night. <laughs> oh, man. Can't, I can't argue that. We didn't go to class the next day. Yeah, not, not a lot of Central Soccer players made it to class the next day. There. Is that yeah. like a Thursday night or what? It was a Tuesday night. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, that was a good time for you guys. Actually, I did make it to class the next day, but it was – Rough. Oh, I know I didn't make it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that, that was fun. That was a good time. All right, Sal. So we're coming to the end. Before you leave, anything you want to plug? Twitter, uh, Snapchats, clothing my, brands. Clothing brands? Um, no, I don't have a clothing brand, but I have a business. Uh, that's, that's what that's I meant. That sells vintage clothing. Uh, we're Bro Bros Closet, literally, literally at Bro Bros Closet. If you guys, for your listeners, they can uh, chime in and do some online shopping with us. We have a big assortment of like old vintage clothing from sport co- or uh, any Division One college. You know, we have we have a whole assortment. All this Packers gear, Vikings gear, Bears gear, 
you name it, we got it. Even the Cowboys. Yeah, they do have some pretty cool stuff on there. I have I have yet to make a purchase because I'm uh, extremely poor, but uh, I would if I had unlimited amounts of money. Yeah, man, we have, we have crazy amounts of sports memorabilia, honestly. A lot of basketball, or a lot of football. That's what we have, a lot of football crewnecks, which sell like hotcakes, honestly. But, no, that's the only thing I have to plug in. I mean, if your listeners want to follow me, it's at Salvador Salado, so. And Sal, thank you for joining in. Thank you so much, Joe. Honor of being honor of being the first ever guest on the Bench Talk podcast. So this is going to live on forever. Yeah. Well, for to the twelve listeners that will listen through this episode, we hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to get some more guests on, possibly introduce a segment about movies. We'll see. I'm still mulling that one over. So yeah. Until next time. Go Dutch. Look forward to in the new year of the Bench Shop Podcast. Nice. All right. Thank y'all. Yep. See you, Sal. See you, Sal. See you, Dylan. See you.